840 on your Thursday morning. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. He really is. His new column is out. It's funny. Maybe the pressure be quarantined at BillOReilly.com, the best website anywhere in the world for news. He's got interviews. He's got columns. He's, he does a show. And uh, quite frankly, he's the best guest we've got all week long. He's the man. He's the great Bill O'Reilly. And he's back on this Thursday morning. Bill, how you doing, buddy? I'm exhausted after that intro. <laughs> you, <laughs> i got to go back to bed. Do you realize you do all that stuff? Do you even realize that? You know, it's good for me because uh, it just uh, I annoy people. But if I'm busy, <laughs> then um, they're much happier. Okay. So. Uh, Very uh, humble. Ability. Yes, no, we love you. And uh, so does this audience. And so does most of America. Listen, uh, my estimation, this governor of Georgia, who decided, even though he hasn't had 14 consecutive days of a downward trend, his state has not uh, completed the guidelines set forth by President Trump. He's a hero to me. I I am sick and tired of what's going on in this city, the continuing, you know, uh, mixed messages. So the guy in Georgia, to me, Bill O'Reilly, that guy's an American hero. Well, I think you've got to wait, though, to see if the policy works. So... I understand, you know, libertarians and people who, un- who realize that some politicians aren't looking out for them. So in New York, for example, um, this is a power play on a-, a lot of people's parts here. So they can tell you what to do now, and they love that. It's power. That's why people go to politics anyway, for power. Now, there are some people who say, well, I want to help humanity, but very few. It's, I want to get power. I want to be in charge. So um, I predicted yesterday on the No Spin News, which is my newscast on BillOReilly.com, that's two weeks. That's all we have left in this country before total anarchy breaks out. Yeah. And people are now looking. They want information. A lot of people are still frightened. Um, but after two weeks, mid-May, when the weather gets really good and, and people have had it, then the authorities are not going to be able to continue. Now, there are two exceptions, California and New York. The rest of the country is just going to go and do what they want to do. Uh, maybe Chicago, but I doubt it. In Chicago, they can't stop people from shooting each other. That's right. So they're not going to be able to stop you from going down to Lake Michigan. Um, but in New York and California, because of the concentration and the intensity of the virus, I think that you're going to have to be more cautious. Um, but in the rest of the country, including Georgia, people are just going to go out. So they got two weeks and you're seeing it, though. You're seeing that people go, well, we're going to loosen up to this morning. Disney World and Disneyland are, are figuring out how to open and all of that. So everybody's going to have to wear masks, but everybody will be out in two weeks, I think. Couldn't agree with you more, Bill. Uh, I would say that I believe that will be the case even in New York and California because people are fed up. I believe that, but who knows? We'll see. Listen, Bill O'Reilly's very active on Twitter, at Bill O'Reilly. And also his latest, BillOReilly.com, by the way, the No Spin News, every night, 7 o'clock. And his latest column is at BillOReilly.com. It's called Maybe the Press Should Be Quarantined. And, of course, the president legendary, legendarily going after the press, going at it with them, back and forth, continued with the White House task force briefings. Your column, Maybe the Press Should Be Quarantined, addresses that. Tell us about it, Bill. Well, I, 
I may be overdoing this media thing. Let me ask you guys. You think I'm overdoing the media bashing here? No. Not, not in the least. You should do like three or four columns a day. <laughs> you know, the Yahoo thing the other day that was uh, priceless of what the president did. I, I, I don't want to be a, a whiner here, but I see this tremendous danger. So the media doesn't understand, I don't think, how it's harming itself. So the two tabloid papers in New York City, the Daily News and the Post, I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to go, um, particularly the Daily News. Uh, they can't sell ads. That's all dried up now in the pandemic. They're running huge million-dollar deficits in the sense that they are losing so much money. And unlike the federal government, they can't print money at the Post and Daily News, all right? So I don't know how much longer they go. Now, the New York Times, they got money behind it. They'll go to Internet, play. But they, these newspapers that constantly disparage Donald Trump, even if you don't support Trump, you know that it's a cartoon. It's a caricature now. It's like you're watching The Simpsons uh, when you turn on a newscast. Because everything that happens, they're going to spin it negative. When was the last time you guys heard any positive national news about Donald Trump? Not even on on Fox News that much anymore. (laughs) No, Fox News is in the same category. Because Fox News doesn't want to be alone. See, that, that's, they, they don't want to be alone, an outlier, they call it. But I'm trying to think, I, I've covered the news pretty closely. I'm trying to think when I heard one positive story about the man. No, you know, I'll give you one quick example, Bill, which is that the uh, guy who drank the fish tank cleaner out in Arizona, turns out the police are investigating his wife for murder. And she has a history of domestic abuse against the guy. Now, they obsessed over it when it first happened. Because it, it implicated Trump in their eyes. Yeah, but, but it, in this case, know, they're ignoring the whole thing. What you don't know is the wife was a member of Ma-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, so I wake up and then uh, the headline is, uh, Trump wants you to drink Clorox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, never you said know, that, so, but... What? What? And then when you go back and you look at what he exactly said, he's ruminating about, well, maybe, you know, should you look at that? But he shouldn't do that because he knows that no matter what he says, going to ram down his throat. Well, you know, it's funny you say that. The next morning, Bill, there was a Friday morning. Bernie, you were at home. I brought up the story. And I said, I'm telling you, Bill's not here today. He was here yesterday. And I'm saying the same thing. He shouldn't wonder aloud. He just shouldn't wonder aloud, even though no. he, he, didn't, he didn't encourage Americans to inject Clorox. He should not no. wonder aloud. That's equally as bad no, these days. No, because they're going to spin it that way. But right. he has gotten the message. I don't know how. I mean, I know he sees my message of the day on BillOReilly.com every day. I know he sees my columns. I don't know if they transcribe my no-spin news form or not, but in, in the morning, it's a packet, press packet along. That's, that comes in before the national security stuff. And he looks at it, and I don't know, but I've been saying this very loudly, that, look, when you're dealing with the pandemic, everything you say has to be measured, disciplined, and methodical, and fact-based. You can't wander off into areas of um, hyperbola. You can't do that. 
you can't speculate. I mean, I would have. Uh, did you ever um, watch "You Bet Your Life" with Groucho Marx? Yeah, Remember that sure. show? Of course. And if you said a single word, the duck comes down. Yes, yes. I love that show. It was in black and white. Yeah. Well, when Fauci did that, I would have a duck. And every time he speculated, the duck would come down. <laughs> All right? So everybody would know it's a speculation. All right? Doctor, that's not what you do. Well, uh, maybe schools will open by Thanksgiving. Shut up! You're not an educator. Just tell us about the virus. So. All of that speculation damages not only the Trump administration, but the American people, because people, they don't know, they don't go back, they don't have transcripts, they just hear this constantly. The media knows that. And uh, if you study history, the, the best propagandists in the world, they tell you the same thing. If you repeat a lie over and over and over again, it becomes the truth. Absolutely. Uh, he may have gotten the message to uh, witness the uh, uh, New York Magazine Olivia Nuzzi question where he handled it like a president, like a, a very pres- presidential, like a former president, not, not this one. Either way, Bill, I gotta, we have to segue to, because uh, we're running out of time, this latest news about General Flynn. I mean, is this, uh, are we going to see Comey in handcuffs or uh, Stroke in handcuffs or any of these people? Well, I can't imagine that after all of this time and all of the resources of the Justice Department looking at the FBI and all of the um, questionable things they did, that there isn't going to be some punishment and indictment. I mean, if they come back like Mueller did and go, well, you know, nothing really happened. I mean, you know, that doesn't rise. We're all going to lose confidence in the Justice Department. Barr is a tough guy, a very tough guy. Compare Barr to um, Sessions in Alabama. Just compare. Yeah, no comparison. Right, right. That's like comparing Elliot Ness to de Blasio, all right? There's a little bit of a toughness difference. Um, so I do expect something to happen, but it would be unfair of me to speculate because I don't have the data. Right. But the, uh, the memos, was the, the released uh, handwritten notes are very incriminating. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's t- tough to uh, reach a conclusion, but it doesn't look good. No. If you had to bet, and that's always my litmus test now, if I had to bet, I took that from Sid because Sid does have to bet. <laughs> sure. All right? So I said, gee, if Sid has to bet, maybe I can use that. If I had to bet, right, I would say there would be indictment. Yeah, but listen, you would lose that bet. Like I always say, you don't get a front row uh, a GA for winning, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. So listen, so talking about betting and sports and all that, you know, last week, uh, one of your mornings, you talked about the return of baseball. With Bernie and I last week, you had talked about the return of baseball. That was a theme yesterday from Dr. Anthony Fauci and then Yankees president Randy Levine talked about it on Fox News as well. Fauci goes back and forth. He goes, well, we need baseball mentally be good for America. But then he goes, but I don't think we can play because it's going to be too much. And, you know, how are we really going to get this done in time for the season? And then Randy Levine of the Yankees blasted him. He said, well, hold on a second. Which one is it? Do you want baseball or not? I know last week you were very confident baseball would be coming to a theater near you. You still feel that way? I do, but I don't think they're going to have fans for the first few weeks, which is fine. Put it on television. And I didn't know that Fauci was the baseball commissioner. Man, that guy's busy. <laughs> Isn't he busy? He does a lot. Uh, right. I, oh. Um, we, used to I, like, we used to like that guy. Not so much anymore. Just he saying. just speculates too much. You know, I mean, next he's going to be telling you what kind of fish you're going to be catching when you go out. Well, you might get a fluke out there, but you've got to keep six feet away from it. I mean, jeez. 
So I'd like to see the baseball open without fans and just test the players every three days and the broadcasters and everybody else. Get it rolling. And then as the numbers of COVID go down, then you can let 50% of capacity in or whatever you want to do. Do it in a methodical way. Um, If you have to play in North Dakota where there aren't any cases, play in North Dakota. But get the sport up and base and basketball and hockey too for national morale do you guys know the german soccer league starts next week yes i did see that yes yeah i mean the german i don't know how to do in it I, uh, merkel's gonna go out and kick the first ball and I'll go <laughs> right back and hit her in the head i predict that um but you get, this is morale. That, you know, exactly. we've got to have some kind of thing to look forward to on television. Um, people's heads are going to blow off if they watch any more cable news. I mean, people are screaming out. They're, watching, they're running network tonight on TCM. I'm mad as hell. Everybody in the country is going to be screaming out the window. Oh, I love that movie. God, that was great. I'm mad as hell. That's right. Very not going to take it anyway. Yeah, but we, 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 had right. it, we had it up to here. They have to do something. You're right. Maybe a little risk. Take the risk. Anyway, Bill O'Reilly, Twitter, at Bill O'Reilly. Also, his latest column, maybe the press should be quarantined. It's at BillOReilly.com. The no-spin news is there every night at 7 o'clock at BillOReilly.com. Bill, thank you very much. All right, guys. Stay safe. Thanks for having me. You're the best. You stay safe, too. The great Bill O'Reilly.